This is Jeff Scandridge, and this is the Innovation Junkies Podcast. If you want to drastically improve your business, learn proven growth strategies, and generate sustained results for your organization, you've come to the right place. Over the next half hour, we're going to be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and tips that you can use to grow your business, no matter the size, no matter the industry, and no matter the geography. Weekly, we'll bring in a top mover and shaker, someone who's done something unbelievable with his or her business, and we'll dig deep. We'll uncover specific strategies, tactics, and tools that they've used to help you achieve your business goals. Welcome to the Innovation Junkies Podcast. Hey guys, if you're looking to put your business on the fast track to achieving sustained strategic growth, this episode is sponsored by the team at Innovation Junkie. To learn more about our Growth DX, go to innovationjunkie.com backslash growth DX. Now let's get on with the show. Hey guys, this is Jeff Standridge. And this is Jeff Amarine. And this is a bonus episode of the Innovation Junkies podcast. What are we talking about today, partner? You know, I, I think we're going to cover the maybe three impressive innovations that we saw come out within the last year. How's that sound? Hey, that sounds great. Let's do it. And then let's talk about what these innovators did that our listeners might be able to apply in their businesses. Does that work? Yeah, that sounds great. Super. So go for it. You know, you want me to, I'll kick it off here. The first one that, that I think would be hard to overlook is the fact that we had two really interesting vaccines rolled out within the last year. Uh, one by Pfizer, one by Moderno, and they, they've kind of made it out in record time. It was less than a year from really the start of the crisis to these being available. And the thing that was interesting is they didn't start out as as targeting vaccines at all or viruses. These were mRNA uh, platforms that were used for uh, potentially for cancer treatment. And the fact that they were able to pivot that towards uh, you know, the coronavirus was, it's pretty spectacular, really. It really is. You know, uh, we talk about breakthrough innovation. One component of breakthrough innovation or one type is where you take an, an existing business model and you use that to launch a new product, you know. And so I think that's kind of what we have here at this point. It's a a new product, this this mRNA type of vaccine within the existing business model of, of creating immunity of a, to a particular disease, but then disruptive uh, innovation being where something else gets disrupted. It gets it gets taken out of the market. And we may see this mRNA be pivoted to all of the diseases that we now vaccinate or have been vaccinating against for years. It could be the new the new way we vaccinate. Well and it's it's a it's a quick uh, iteration platform to where if they find a new target, they're already mm -hmm. talking about combining uh, a COVID nineteen vaccine with the seasonal flu mm -hmm. so that you can get it at, at one shot. And and the thing that's so interesting is unlike a lot of vaccines, it doesn't use a form of dead virus. It actually targets uh, specific receptors in your immune system to elicit the kind of response you need to generate the antibodies that will kill or resist the, the, you know, the virus that's in question. So it's really pretty amazing stuff. And sometimes it's another good indication that adversity really drives the necessity for these mm -hmm. sorts of new innovations. And they, and they yeah. did in this case. Thank God for uh, the, the, the bright minds at Pfizer and Moderna both. 
That's right. We've talked before about, uh, you know, one of the things that's required for innovation is constraint or adversity. You you have to do something different. So the one I'd like to talk about is actually a little more local, but it actually got some national press. Uh, we have a company here in northwest Arkansas called Teslar Software. Uh, it's a banking software that, that bolts onto the major core systems and kind of fills in the gaps. Uh, they saw a need uh, immediately around the uh, Small Business Administration's administration of the Paycheck Protection Program loans. They, uh, they anticipated uh, millions of, of bankers because the SBA did what they called delegated authority, where they gave the local banks the opportunity to, to underwrite and make those decisions. And there was no platform for which... Uh, for entrepreneurs to actually submit uh, their for their paycheck protection program, and so Joe Earhart, the CEO of uh, of Tesla, uh, actually joined forces with Jill Castilla from uh, Citizens Bank of Edmond, Oklahoma, and Mark Cuban, and uh, they created a platform uh, that can be found at ppp.bank, uh, and it actually has streamlined massively the process by which. Uh, small business owners and entrepreneurs and, and companies can can submit for their PPP loan. So they they found a need, uh, you know, adversity created this need or constraints created this need. They worked rapidly, much like the uh, Moderna and, and Pfizer folks did uh, to actually fill that need. And then they got traction. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a classic case. And the other thing about that, we, we've got obviously have direct insights into, in many different ways into how that company operates is there's another aspect of leadership that came into that. Mm-hmm. He, he, uh, Joe Earhart, the CEO there, pushed that team really hard yeah. by necessity. I mean, they, the the governing regulations and the, and things were changing, were in flux very rapidly, and it had direct impact on the functionality of the application and how it needed to work. And so he pushed the team really hard during that sprint to get all that done. And he figured out a way, a really nice way of, of rewarding and and uh, and it wasn't just monetary rewards. It was time off. It was group bike rides. It was uh, it was nice packages actually from another company out here in Easy Bend. So he coupled that idea of, hey, we're going to work like crazy because we have to, because the, the country and the industry needs us. And then we're going to figure out a way to make it up to everybody for going through such a crazy sprint like they did. I mean, it was it was a good, I think, um, demonstration of how to couple fast innovation with the appropriate rewards. Yeah, innovation leadership, got to happen. Exactly. What's our third one? Well, the third one is, and this is a guy that if, you know, if, if Marvel was ever inspired with the Tony Stark character, it was probably from Elon Musk. And I'm not a fanboy by any means. I think he's pretty hilarious sometimes. But you can't get away from the fact that he's done some spectacular things with the Starship as part of SpaceX. He, and this is a, a, an illustrative case of iterative innovation where you're not afraid to fail along the way. He, the whole goal of Starship is uh, interplanetary travel for humans so that we become a multi-planet species over time. And, he, and I think he sees the Earth in some ways as a burning platform because of the increasing population and whatnot. And so he's driven to do this innovation. But the whole point was he's got to be able to land the largest complete rocket, what he calls Starship, after launch safely every single time and he went through three or four failures on the route to just yesterday safely landing this gigantic complete rocket ship back on the pad after going to an altitude of uh, of 10 kilometers so it's amazing it's it's a classic example of iterative innovation and not being afraid to fail and learning quickly from your mistakes so that you ultimately achieve a success and some folks are yeah some folks are speculating 
that that's going to put uh, the the Americans back on the moon uh, in in due time. So, yeah, I think I think it will. And and not only that, you know, if you follow Elon Musk, you can probably make a ton of money on Dogecoin too. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So let's let's wind wind it down and let's talk sure. about what these innovators did. Uh, you know, we've talked a little bit. You know, you got to know your customers. You got to know whom you serve. Uh, who are the ideal folks that that resonate with your solutions? You find a need uh, or a niche. Uh, many times that need or that niche is created by adversity or by constraints, as we've talked about. You work fast. You you, you rally your team. You get them focused on a on a core mission to solve that need to solve it rapidly, uh, and then you and then you get traction. What what else? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and I think you never give up. You never give up. You you understand that this process of iteration is going to is going to be gut-wrenching sometimes. You can only imagine what it's like to see something fail or to have a bad customer experience in the case of Tesla when they're rapidly rolling this stuff out. But you don't give up. You just keep grinding away at it and ultimately those those interim failures lead to a a future big success. And three great examples of how that worked. Failure's only failure if you quit. Otherwise, it's just feedback. That's right. That's exactly right. All right, guys. Yeah, that's been uh, Jeff and Jeff in the bonus episode of the Innovation Junkies podcast. We'll see you soon. Hey, folks, this is Jeff Amrine. We want to thank you for tuning in. We sincerely appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the Innovation Junkies podcast, please do us a huge favor. Click the subscribe button right now and please leave us a review. It would mean the world to both of us. And don't forget to share us on social media.